0: You're listening to Hashtag Truth in 5 with Jenny Muscatel, bringing you five-minute episodes of weekly biblical truth to help you fill your cup. Join us each week on ChristianMix106.com or find us on your favorite app at Canyon Star TV Radio. This is Jenny Muscatel on Hashtag Truth in 5. Let's take a few minutes to do a quick heart check and talk about forgiveness. Where are you at? Are you holding on to anger or bitterness in your heart? Are you dealing with a difficult situation or maybe even a difficult personality? Some hurts are big, and they can be hard to forgive. It can be even harder to forgive someone a second or a third time. You might even find yourself asking, well, how many times am I supposed to forgive someone? Peter felt that way, and in Matthew 18, 21 through 22, asked the Lord, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. I mean, let's face it. Humans can be difficult. We can try to do good, to turn the other cheek, to respond to hatred and strife with patience and love. But sometimes it can feel like no matter what we do, it's not making a difference. But here's the thing. It makes a difference to God. And that's where we need to keep our focus because God is our difference maker. Now, keep in mind, forgiveness does not always mean reconciliation. It doesn't mean that correction isn't warranted. It does not make the people you forgive necessarily trustworthy. It simply means that you will not hold offense against them so that you may pray good things over their lives and that this act can be done in love. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, yet our Heavenly Father forgives us. God calls us to forgive. And honestly, the word calls might even be an understatement. He expects it. In Mark eleven twenty five. 25, he says, And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you. He even takes it beyond forgiveness and says we are to pray for our enemies. In Matthew 5, 43, 45, he tells us, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. It's so important to forgive, not only for others, but for ourselves. Bottling up negative emotions can kind of contaminate our hearts a little bit. And if we let that happen, we might start to think things like, this is never going to get better. The person who hurt me will never change. We can become hopeless. And as Proverbs 13, 12 points out, hope deferred can make the heart sick. King David gives us a great example of forgiveness. After David killed Goliath, He went to the palace to work as one of King Saul's armor bearers. Saul was so proud of him and loved him like a son. But over time, he was jealous of him. And instead of being happy for David, he wanted to get rid of him, kill him. One day, while David was playing a song for Saul, Saul threw a spear at David, saying, I'll pin David to the wall. But David escaped. This was the man who David honored and served. And he tried to kill him. David spent months hiding from Saul, but then one day, David snuck up on Saul while he was sleeping. He could have killed him, but he didn't, and even though David showed Saul mercy and grace, it didn't change Saul's jealous heart, and he continued to go after David. Several years later, Saul was killed in a battle, and David was made king. 2 Samuel 1 tells us that after Saul's death, a man arrived from Saul's camp with his clothes torn and with dust on his head. He told David the news. One might have thought David would have been relieved. The man who had been trying to kill him for years was now dead. But the scripture says, Then David and all the men with him took hold of their clothes and tore them. They mourned and wept and fasted till evening. He even sang a song in honor of Saul. And even still, years after that, David asked, Is there anyone still alive in the house of Saul that I can bless? He was able to forgive Saul. He had recognized him as a child of God who had fallen he blessed his enemy when he let him live, and he wanted to continue to bless his house after he passed. It's easy to think, but how? How, God, can I forgive this person who did these awful things to me? How do I pray blessings over them? And what does it even mean to be blessed? Jesus gives us this answer in his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, three ten. 10 He says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The Bible tells us to do good and pray these blessings over our enemies. If our enemies are blessed with all of these qualities, would that not solve everyone's problems? If we were to sin against someone, and let's be honest, we have, would we not someone to pray these blessings over us? Let's pray. Lord, we come before you today and ask that you help us to forgive those who sin against us just as you have forgiven us. We ask for your forgiveness for those who we have sinned against. We pray blessings over our enemies, and we do so in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me today on Hashtag Truth in 5, and thank you for listening to Christian Mix 106. Thank you for listening to Hashtag Truth in 5. Remember to catch new episodes each Friday and Saturday at 5.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Christian Mix 106. To learn more about Jenny, you can visit her website at JennyMuscatel.com.